right. What's up, guys? Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Waiting Table Podcast, where we have roundtable discussions about the hottest topics in weight loss. And of course, with the coolest people from the bariatric community. I'm Rob Waiting in Vain. This is Murph, aka Murph's Losing It. Grab a chair, wind down from your busy day, and take a seat at the table. Murph, how's it going, brother? Going great, man. How are you doing tonight? Oh, this is this is the one. This is the one that I is... to. You know, it's great the triathlon one. Having our wives was awesome, but this one takes the cake. I'm I'm excited about this one, man. <laughs> getting getting to know us a little bit more, maybe a little too personal. I don't know. Well, uh... <laughs> but it's hundred percent too sure. personal. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. So some background information. This is we we have four episodes now under our belts here. This is our fifth episode. And so Murph and I were thinking that it would be great to show our appreciation for pretty much all those people who've tuned in and supported us through this whole thing, including our episode one technical difficulties and us sort of working everything out. So we want to do something super fun, super interactive and uh, introduce the ever popular Ask Me Anything um and so anonymous you know, started anonymous edition and we were, we were just like you know what? We'll, we'll get a couple questions and maybe as the pod goes as the show goes yeah. we're gonna have a couple people jump in ask some questions but damn 50 questions we got 50, over 50 questions. questions um and so yeah there's tons so we're just gonna dive right in and try to get to them all thank you everyone for um yeah. throwing in all these questions uh with our stories and on our posts uh, again, you guys, if you want, you I see you guys are on Instagram Live right now. If you want, you can join us on Facebook Live as well as YouTube Live. Um, and if you're not following us on Instagram, we are at the underscore waiting underscore table um, as well as at waiting in, ta- uh, waiting in vain and at Merce losing it. Merce underscore losing underscore it. So let's jump into some cool questions. Um, and I'm going to start off with some of my faith. Favorite thirsty questions and comments that we got. <laughs> Let's um, just get those out of the way. With, yeah. yeah. Begilli- beginning yeah. with the eloquently <laughs> stated, I'd tap. I'd tap. <laughs> so, um, I'd tap. And we, that was followed up with, hey, you're cute. Yeah. As well as, I have a crush on you. Yeah. We, we appreciate uh, these things. Yeah. And who are you trying to get with? Who are you trying, who, who are you trying to? Finally, my favorite why are you so sexy? Them thighs. <laughs> so, thank the you. The emojis on that friends. one killed me. Um, yeah, I was trying to find out how to do those. <laughs> so, thank you to all our friends and family who did send those in. Amazing. If they were actual viewers and listeners who did send those in, thank you very much. I'm touched. I'd tap as well. Um, so, <laughs> I appreciate it for sure. So the the last one there, Rob, I do have a confession to make. All right, go for it. That that was me. Oh, see, hey, that's okay, man. I, I appreciate <laughs> so we were it. going we were going back and forth, sending these to each other, saying, "Oh, we got another one. We got another one. You got another." So I was like, "Oh, I got to mess with Rob a little bit." So I said, "Why are you so sexy?" Them thighs <laughs> with what was the? It was like the drooling emoji yeah, yeah. and like a, a cowboy emoji. <laughs> <laughs> and I showed hey, it to I my wife. That. Like I know oh, exactly why I'm. <laughs> All right. So, where are you going to jump into one of the serious questions we got here, which is, how did you manage your weight loss journey, like from the food, lifestyle, motivation to do exercise and stuff? So, Murph, you want to jump in on that one? How do you manage your weight loss journey? So, you know, one day at a time would would be like if if I had to tell you like how to manage your weight loss journey, don't rush it, give yourself a lot of grace. Um, with every bite you take, you know, making sure that it's a bite that's going to count. You know, I, I, I made a video today on my stories uh, of, of me just taking a bite of a donut and then throwing the rest of it away. You know, being intentional about the things that you eat, you know, lining it up with the progress that you want to see. If you want to see results, you want to see weight loss, muscle gain, whatever the case may be, line up that food um, with what you want to see. You know, you put garbage in, you get garbage out, you know, everybody knows. Um, And then as far as like motivation to do exercise and stuff like that, 
Um, I think for me, that comes from the motivation to having bariatric surgery in the first place. Yeah. I needed to change my lifestyle and make um, a whole new lifestyle for myself and just essentially be reborn. Um, and, and I feel like I did that successfully and took it seriously uh, to the point that, like I said, you know, I'm intentional about what I eat. Um, exercising, I'm getting better at. It, it's hard to sometimes get into the gym. We have a family of nine. We're homeschooling. My wife's in school. Uh, I start my new job here soon. There, there's lots going on, but it's not It's not impossible. It, it can be done. And, and you just have to want it enough um, to make it a part of your lifestyle. Um, right. And so to, to say that I've managed my weight loss journey, I, I think I've just woken up to the reality of, you know, I, I, I've had the surgery and I need to commit. I need to just be committed to it and be intentional with everything that I do. Yeah. And, and I echo everything that you had said. Uh, one thing I do add is for me, I always try to keep top of mind my whole motivation for this whole thing, which is my family, right? The reason I had the surgery in the first place, the reason I changed my lifestyle to what it is now is to be able to be a better father and a better husband uh, to my wife. So for me, I'm constantly reminding myself like of the lifestyle that I want. And every single day, as you said, one day at a time, every single day that you do it is one step closer to that lifestyle that you're envisioning, right? So yeah. I'm constantly visualizing what it is that I want and making sure I'm building that life uh, with the decisions I'm making right now. So, um, yeah, exactly. so that's what we do with that one. Next question. And this is a great question uh, to link from that. What's your favorite food? Man, all of it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all of it. It's, you know, um, pizza. Pizza was always my go to. I've referred to myself. Uh, more than once as a, a, a pizza aficionado. I, every country I've visited, every state that I visit, everywhere I go, I got to try their pie. Uh, love pizza. I've got my own little rating scale and we can do a whole nother episode on the perfect pie another day. But I love pizza. I, just, I absolutely love pizza. And uh, yeah. What about you? Man. So like if we're talking pre-surgery, Dude, everything, man. Like, I will right. not say no. I was I was the guy to clean up everyone's plates, you know, at the end. Like, pizza, barbecue, McDonald's. I So I and my friends all laugh about this. We knew exactly what my order was. It's a double quarter pounder combo, supersized, supersized root beer. And back in the day, it was like 10 nuggets. And that turned out into 20 nuggets all yeah. in one meal. Right. Yeah. And I look at that now. and I'm just like, that's crazy. But yeah. the thing is, like, even if I'm looking at post-bariatric surgery, I can still have those favorite foods. I just control what I eat now. And I think yeah. that's the big thing, right? Whether yeah. it's physically limiting because of the surgery or me intentionally, as you had mentioned, limiting because I want to be able to enjoy with my family and friends whatever they're eating. Um, yeah, I, I still have it. I just limit what I do, right? Exactly. So still my favorites. Yeah. I mean, same here. Like, went to McDonald's today for lunch. Yeah. Uh, not something I usually do. Uh, my son had a doctor's appointment, had to get some shots. He was crying. So we said McDonald's and, you know, and so we went and I was starving. So I had a cheeseburger, a cheeseburger. And I actually ate the whole thing with like five fries. Typically, you know, it would be two or three cheeseburgers or yeah. a Big Mac and a cheeseburger or, you know, something else. And then an ice cream and then some apple pie right. to go with the ice cream. And I'm making this thing a la mode, you know, and all this stuff. Yeah. And, and now it's just, you know, just the cheeseburger. And I felt like garbage after I ate it too. I oh, wish 100%. I hadn't. But uh, yeah, today's been a cheat day for me, I guess. But the donut <laughs> for breakfast and then a cheeseburger from McDonald's for lunch. It's been, a, it's been a day. Hey, it happens. Um, and this actually is a good question to segue into the next one. Yeah. Have you had a relapse or backslide since your surgery? And if so, how are you able to overcome it and get back on track? And I, I get this question a lot, actually, because, you know, we know that, well, oftentimes people will say in the bariatric community that the first year is sort of a gift, right? It's fairly easy to lose all that weight as your body's going yeah. through these changes. It's maintaining that weight afterwards, right? Yeah. So have you had a relapse or have you slipped a little bit and how are you able to overcome it? Yeah, I don't think I've had a relapse yet. I feel like I'm 
I'm I'm still in between like am, am I am I stalling out or right. am or am I at the place where I might start going backwards because I'm still right. like at 189 190 191 back to 189 and so and that's why I haven't changed anything like on my you know Instagram pro you know it's still I'm down 275 pounds but that's where I've hit that's that's been my bottom is that 275 right. pound loss um, so I don't really know where I'm at right now. I may yep. be in the middle of a backslide or, or a relapse. Um, still though, I'm trying to counteract that with more gym time, um, trying right. to eat intentionally. And so like the videos I'm sharing, um, on Instagram are not just for people that follow me, but th that's for me. Like that was me trying to hold myself accountable. Like, watch me guys, I'm going to take a bite of this donut and yeah. then throw it away. You know, that was yeah. like, I had to do that. And if it helps somebody, then good. But I'm sure. struggling. I'm struggling. I, I feel like I'm always hungry, um, yeah. like always hungry. And so I think I'm at that that's that scary place where I may be close to that. And I'm trying to stay on track so I don't have to get back on track. And so this is the challenge with that. And I know someone had asked this question later on, but I'm just going to touch upon it right now is, um, you know, we all think and we all know that exercise and going to the gym is a great thing, right? It's absolutely amazing. It's essential to being healthy. Um, but for us in the situation that we are in or that we have been previously, it also comes with the fact that you're going to be hungrier a lot more. Your body demands a lot more calories, a lot more nutrients. Right. And right. everyone handles things a different way, depending on how you burn your energy. And sometimes people end up wanting to eat more right? More snacks, more bad things, you know? And so I find that that's sometimes been my struggle. Have I had a relapse backslide? I wouldn't say it's been that. I've continuously been able to stay lean. Um, and my goal right now has been to put on muscle. And I've been putting, I've you know, over, I would say the past maybe seven months, I've put on about 20 pounds of muscle, which has been my goal, right? But yeah. with that comes with more eating. And it's just a matter of controlling. Like I always tell my wife, all right, I know I'm eating too many snacks. It's time to, you know, calm down with that. Um, yeah. So as you said, it's that accountability part, right? Yep. Um, so yeah, I think that's the, the struggle for me. Yeah. Weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Lots of food questions here. Yeah, man, I, I've been thinking about this one. I don't know if it's weird because um, it's it's a pretty normal thing, but I think because I got sick off of it and it was like one of the worst experiences of my life, looking back at it, it's like, why did I eat that? That was pretty weird. And and for me, it was just, um, it was goat. Uh, I had some goat when I was in Africa and I got super sick and I've never eaten goat since, didn't eat goat before. Um, and I will, I will never eat goat again. It, it just, I had, have never been sicker. Uh, and so that was that and like calamari, you know, that's a little different, uh, you know, but I'm not super adventurous, I guess, when it comes to food, but, uh, the goat, I'll never eat goat again. <laughs> no, goat is definitely yeah. an acquired taste. Uh, everyone, my wife says, stop eating cookies. I get it. I know. I understand. Uh, weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever eaten, honestly, I am. I'm the type of guy is just like, hey, you should eat this. I'm like, yeah, I will. Right. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll try almost anything. Um, it's not weird at all. Like, cause I think of things like I've eaten like insects. I've, I've done all that stuff. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I've done, do you know the hot ones challenge? Like the, the YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, yeah. I've done that numerous times and every single time I'm just like, I'm not doing it again. And I've done it more than once in a day, <laughs> in an evening. Oh, my God. And Yeah. And every single time, Ooh. the bomb kills me. Nope. So I guess the weirdest thing nope. I've ever eaten slash done is is done that numerous times. So not the best answer, but that's, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> but next you ate one, bugs. And that's... I've eaten bugs. Yeah, I've eaten grasshoppers. Yeah, I've never done that. Yeah, I've bad. never done no. that. How tall are you, Murph? We've gotten this. Like, I am actually this question. Yeah, I'm like uh, five, eight and three quarters ish. Yeah. And my wife says I'm lying, but that's what the doctor said. So we're going to yeah. go with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take those three quarters too, right? Every, three every, quarters every, inch. every bit that's matters. Right. Yeah. I'm five ten. Uh, and as a result, like when you look at your BMI, even when I was at my absolute lightest, which is about 170, I was still considered overweight. And I, yeah. I, I'm guessing that's why people are asking. 
um, sort of just compare because I know I was always looking for people and being like, okay, how tall is this person? How heavy is this person? This is what I want to achieve, right? Right. Uh, so yeah, I'm five ten. Um, I'm sitting right now at about one ninety to one ninety three. Um, what are you supposed to be according to the BMI scale? Under one seventy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like when I was one seventy. You know, obviously, if I had my weight loss surgery, uh, sorry, my um, skin removal surgery at that absolute lowest time, and this was, you know, I think nine months in my surgery, then, yeah, I would have been in the 160s. Yeah. But I, I, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, you look a bit uh, sickly. And I look back at those pictures. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty frail looking. But yeah. no, I'm, I'm pretty happy with where I am now. So yeah, I think the doctor said I'm supposed to be like in the 164 to 166 range or something like that. And I, I can't see that. That just, yeah. I'm at one, I'm at 190 as of this morning and I, I'm comfortable. I'm happy with yeah, this. Man. And, and comfortable, like happy, your health, 25, 30 more pounds. I don't, I don't think that would be, my son gave me a hug and almost broke my ribs. Like I'm, no. yeah. It's weird. Yeah. My wife will lean on my shoulder and she's like, okay, your collarbone's sticking in my head. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. This I know, right, guys? We got collarbones yeah. and stuff. Well, we have collarbones and necks, and yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Hi, Steph. Mark DeLeon Strong, represent. Um, great question. Uh, you were handsome when you were bigger. How do you feel now? <laughs> You want to take was that, that one? Here? Was that one for you or was that for me? I can't remember. That one did come into mine, but I'm sure. Hey, okay. That picture of you in the scrubs, I'm sure that's mixed steamy. You got that mixed steamy <laughs> comparison. So, you know, I'm sure this applies to you too. Yeah, I've not shared that on Instagram. My wife shared that oh. on Facebook, the whole mixed steamy <laughs> thing. And I don't, I don't know if I see it. Uh, maybe just that picture specifically. I've got, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I was, I've had a lot of people um, say to me, you know, you look, you look so handsome now. And, and I, I've even said like ants and, and I've even said to them, well, you know, I was, I was always handsome. I'm just, I'm just a few, yeah. you know, I, I just, I've just lost some weight, but um, I, I do feel a lot better now. I feel like I'm not, I, I mean, obviously, I mean, if you see my pictures, you, you know, that four, 464 did not look good on me. And I don't think it really looks great on anybody. You, you know, that's hard right. to pull off, you know. Um, I think I, you know, I kept that, the, the Dapper Dan hair, you know, and tried to keep, you know, my beard groomed. And I tried to look as best as I could and the curly mustache and all that. But it was, it, it definitely wasn't me feeling good about myself. It was me trying to uh distract from the obvious you know what i mean like, literally the elephant in the room you know <laughs> and so yeah. now i feel like i just fit into a crowd and i'm okay with that you know i'm i'm yeah 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 back then and i've said this i think previously on the show is you know as a bigger guy you're always like i don't want people to look at me physically so i would always have this larger than life personality to right. try to draw away from my physical you know, um, the way I look, but it automatically draws to obviously how I physically look. Um, but yeah, like for me back then, it was just sort of like, you know, it's something that you want to take attention away. Now I feel super comfortable walking in a room. I feel comfortable. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I like, I like heat check every once in a while. Right. So like, Hey, if I get a double take, I'll take it. Sorry, Mary. She knows this. My wife knows this too. Um, but yeah, if I get a double take, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. I, you know, we've worked very hard. We've given up a lot. We've done a lot to get to where we are. Hey, man, if someone thinks that I look good, I... Sorry, my wife says, whoa, whoa. You're getting in trouble. Um, next next question. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Yeah. Uh, craziest pickup line that worked. Uh, oh, the craziest pickup line that worked is, I don't know. I didn't really have one. How about you? I, th I think I've never used one, but my wife, her, her first line to me was, Hey, I like your mustache. And I was Ooh, like, all right, it worked. let's yeah, And it worked. And it wasn't a pickup line, but maybe it was, I don't know. Um, but, uh, Hey, that worked for us anyways. So. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I don't know. Like, I'm not a fan of pickup lines. I think they're, yeah, cheesy I'm, I've always and, been, you know, yeah, it's and I've always style. ended up being sort of like the friend, I was friend zoned a lot. And so I, I oftentimes, 
ended up being the boyfriend of friends. So there was no pickup line really intended. I guess a pickup line was like, hey, you saw me do something really nice with some other girl and then you wanted to get in on that. So that worked for me. Right, Mary? (laughs) Okay. So I am so early in my post-op. When can I start going to the gym? I felt better almost three to four days in. And I'm so impatient to get going. I'm going to jump in right now and say, please do not go to the gym three to four days post-op. I was about a month post-op and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm going to I'm going to go do some indoor cycling. Uh, And then I got tendonitis in one leg. And then the next day I got tendonitis in the other leg. And um, as we know, with 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 RNY, you can't take anti-inflammatories and or you're not supposed to based on my clinic as well and uh, i was told you can take topical anti-inflammatories which i realized later on is still a no-no and so i did apply it and i got an ulcer over christmas holidays and so um yeah i would say listen to your clinic and see i know every clinic's a bit differently and a bit different in regards to what their guidelines are i know a lot of people who've done really really well with the fitness aspect have spent the first year just walking just walking right your body is going through a ton of changes and the way your body works at for me 380 pounds is different than the way my body is going to work at 300 pounds and 280 and 190 and so it takes time for your body to adjust and so do going back into a strenuous exercise can actually do a lot of harm as well so i would say listen to the guidelines of your clinic for that absolutely Yeah. For me personally, I just started hitting the gym recently. Uh, I'm a year post-op and just started hitting the gym and heavy lifting and jogging. I just jogged the other day. I don't know if you saw that, like quarter or like half a mile. Um, AKA 100 kilometers, right? Well, yeah, it's like 100 kilometers or something crazy. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) it's half a mile. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I just started hitting the gym and I've just been focusing on protein, water and walking. And that's, that's really been my main focus and just getting that lifestyle, you know, just making sure I'm hitting my steps, set that goal for steps, three, four days post-op, you shouldn't be getting off the couch. Like you should be chilling, uh, maybe a thousand steps a day or, you know, man. Yeah. I mean, that's why I had to contact you and, and Rob because I wound up in the hospital. I, I was feeling horrible. I wound up having gas, but still, I just felt like garbage. I pushed myself way too hard. You got to give yourself a lot of grace and patience. Uh, Don't be impatient when you have bariatric surgery. You got to be patient. It took us so long to get to the point where we needed bariatric surgery. It's going to take a long time for us to get to the point where we're able to do what we want to do. So just understand that it is that marathon. It's not that sprint. So take your time with it. It's definitely not a quick fix. The guidelines are there. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah. Um, this one was shot to me, Worry, but I would love to hear your goals as well. What are your next goals after achieving the triathlon? Um, so for anyone who listened to the last show, I, I was able to do my first triathlon and I did it with Corinne, who was on the show and and we were talking with Carrie. So one of my goals next year is uh, is to run a, bar- uh, a triathlon with a group of bariatric triathletes in Ontario. Um, We're part of a a fitness uh, group on Facebook, and there are quite a few people who have done triathlons or some form of triathlon. So we're trying to get people together to do that. Um, And I do have another friend who wants to try it. Like I'm I'm all about challenging people because, you know, a buddy of mine said he's going to do it next year and he's super interested. Um, But right away, you know, the answer was the same thing as, as my answer. I can't, swim that strongly i'm like i couldn't swim one distance or one length of the pool when i first started and i was able to do it right i always tell people now and i tell my wife this at the same time i'm like i don't really have the most patience for excuses anymore because like the accountability that we have to have now and what we've gone through and so i sort of expect that from people and so with a lot of my friends especially my workout group on my street I'll always call them out on it saying like you could do anything you want to, you just have to be committed to it. Right. So yep. for me, yep. uh, yeah, I have a couple of triathlons I want to do and a couple of big rides that I'd like to get into. 
Nice. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Well, I was going to say I I haven't achieved the triathlon yet, but it is definitely on my list of things to do. And one of the reasons I was jogging the other day, I want to. Uh, and Carrie was helping me out and, and gave me some really good advice um, about you know um, preparing for a triathlon um, after after I, I I ran the other day, and and so uh, it's definitely a goal of mine. And so yeah, I, I'm excited. Awesome. I'm excited to do it. Um, do you think it's harder to build muscle after having bariatric surgery? Yeah. Right. Um, again, a lot of it's math, right? Your body needs a certain amount of calories to grow, whether it's gain, you know, fat or muscle, and you need a deficit to lose fat and muscle. Yeah. Right. And a lot of times it's going to be a, a mixture of just not just calories, but your macronutrients um, that you're going to utilize to repair the muscle that you break down when you exercise. And because we are so limited, there's a lot more testing that you need to do. I found so like um, my post workout, I'll always have something right after my exercise or whatever my training is with a lot of carbs. We'll have my protein, but I'll also eat an hour after that. Right. Because I know that I can't have a lot of food in one sitting. So I will time my macronutrients to give me the best recovery possible. Um, yeah. So there's just things that we need to sort of manage. Right. We can't have yeah. this huge meal after your workout to give you all this um, recovery. And you can't have all these nutrients to give us that energy. It's sort of playing around with things and learning how to readjust. Right. Yeah. And, and I can tell you firsthand that that. Um, for me lately has been very uh discouraging it's it's tough i didn't realize how hard it would be to gain back muscle um before i had surgery when i was younger and i'd hit the gym i could bulk up so quickly yeah. i mean i would you know i'd, I'd go I'd, I'd bust my butt in the gym i'd be sore super sore and but but i'm like you know i could see the difference i could see the change man I, i'm coming home after a heavy workout Next day, I'm not sore. I'm not seeing any changes. And it's a bit discouraging. It really is because it just, and, and I think that's why I'm hungry all the time too. So I'm, yeah. you know, trying to put two and two together and trying to think like, what does my body need? Listening to my body, that's super important. Trying to understand exactly what you need and when you need it. Um, so yeah, so doing some research, figured out, you know, yeah, I need to be eating some pasta or some carbs or something after my workout and then packing on the protein. I got some protein here and uh, yeah, trying to, trying to figure out how to gain this muscle back. Cause I know it's, I know it's there. I just need to, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's a bit discouraging. Um, yeah, for it's sure. All part, it's all part of the process. Well, that's it, right? Like we're, we had to learn how to lose weight. We had to learn how to utilize yep. this body that we have now and we're going to have to learn how to build muscle, everything. Right. So yep, everything, a uh, couple really, really good questions. So have you had any issues since surgery, like hair loss, leg cramps, dumping syndrome, and how are you able to resolve them? So I had hair loss right off the bat with surgery. One of my first posts was me like a picture of my head and like this baldish spot that I had. Uh, I, I used a, a shampoo and conditioner um that was pretty good like i felt it was, it was very tingly on my scalp and i felt i felt the oxygenation going uh -huh. out but it was it was pretty good and and i actually found that i stopped losing um quite quickly after that now whether that's just because my body was getting the nutrients at this point or whether it's because of the shampoo i would like to say a bit of both um but yeah so i had that leg cramps um early on but again, once you, I find that a big part is once you're able to start eating a bit more, you're able to get a lot of those nutrients. You're able to avoid some of these things. Um, yeah. Dumping syndrome. My biggest thing is is eating too fast. Right? Yeah. And, and finding out what it is that upsets your stomach. And, and really, for me, how are you able to resolve them? Uh, curl up in fetal position and lie uh -huh. down in my bed until it passes. Yeah. That's all I could do. Just so, belch a lot. Just that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's or not pretty better than that. No. Yeah. It's not pretty. Um, yeah, I, I, um, I did experience hair loss, uh, right off the bat as well. 
Um, but it was very, I, I shaved my, I just started shaving my head. I always said, if I'm going to go bald, I'm just going to shave it. Um, yeah. so I just started shaving my head and, uh, until I started to see some growth, I was taking biotin and, uh, you know, shampoos and things like that. And, and so it, it's starting to come back and it's starting to look, uh, pretty decent. It, it's still thinner, I think, than it, than it was, uh, before my surgery. Uh, right. I used to have really thick hair, uh, like ridiculously thick. I always hated my hair, but now it's actually like kind of normal hair and I'm, I'm cool with it. Um, leg cramps. I've not experienced any leg cramps at all. Um, I do get dizzy sometimes when I, when I stand up too, too quick. I think that's pretty common. Um, that's been one of my concerns. It's just moving too fast, getting out of bed too quick or, or sitting up too quick. I get a little dizzy, uh, dumping syndrome. I remember the first time it happened, I knew nothing about it. Um, I, I don't know where I missed that in the little pamphlet thing that, you know, or the world my doctor's is talking. I, oh my gosh. I, I'd had a couple of cookies and I just like the room started spinning and I'm like, what is going on? I feel like I'm going to die. And, right. uh, and so I contacted a friend of mine and, and my wife looked it up and it sounds like dumping. And, and that's only happened maybe a handful of times in the past year. Um, and it's because I eat too fast still. I'm learning still a year into this process to put the fork down, have a conversation, go do something, take a little walk, come back, take another bite. It's, it's relearning still. And, uh, you know, but I'm so hungry. I want to eat. And I used yeah. to be able to do that. I'm retraining my whole mind on how to eat. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Eat, eat and drink, you know? Um, it's crazy. Uh, but it's worth it. Years, definitely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, that's the last question. Okay. Yeah. So that's it for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is definitely a learning process. I think that's sort of the theme that we have with a lot of these questions. Everything's a learning process and what happens to us is not going to happen to you and right. vice versa. So it's a matter of like, okay, well, this is going to happen to me making notes of what is it that caused that pork, for example, like if it's in a pork chop upsets my stomach, ground pork doesn't bother me. Right. So texture of different foods can can bother me versus other ones, right? Um, this is a good one for you that was posted. I think Mary posted this. Thank you very much, Mary. You're awesome. Um, was there anything that surprised you after you had lost a large amount of weight? For example, friends' reactions, body image, weight distribution, or loose skin, sleeping habits, or positions, etc. Um Nothing really surprised me. I think, I think the dumping thing really shocked me you know i that was kind of scary um a lot of my habits have changed the way that i sleep uh typically i'd have to sleep on my side now i have to sleep flat on my back with a body pillow on top of me um every night like that's the way that i sleep most most comfortably is is with a body pillow on top yeah. of me and i hold it like i'm still holding my tummy you know it's really weird but it's like i miss i miss me you know and I, i'm trying to keep i'm just trying to keep warm because i'm freezing all the time yeah um you know uh, definitely friends' reactions, family members' reactions um, have been really, I don't know what to say sometimes when they see me or if I run into somebody at the store that I hadn't seen in a while and they just, you know, they're singing my praises and like, oh my God, you look fantastic. I'm just like, I know. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah know right. Like, like, what do I say? Um, oh, but yeah, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to say is you know, just thank you. And, and I'm just blessed. Yeah. And, uh, um, and then body image wise, you know, I thought some of my, um, yeah, my, 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 uh, what's it called? Uh, body dysmorphia type of thoughts would go away. Um, but I, I feel like they've been replaced, you know, quite honestly, I, I feel like, you know, now I'm not worried about how fat I am. Um, but I, now I'm worried about how thin I am. I can see my ribs or, you know, and is this healthy now, you know, and, and, uh, I've got my sternum bone sticks out. Uh, it, it enters the room before I do. I mean, it's just this, like, yeah. it's weird, you know? And, and so I'm looking at that, like, Oh, that looks weird. I don't want to go to the beach and take off my shirt. Even though I've, you know, even though I've lost 275 pounds and I should be celebrating this, I'm still dealing with body image issues. And so, that's a mindset, you know, type yeah, of thing sure. that, you know, and, and I got to tell myself regularly, I, I've, I've achieved, um, you know, great success and, and I need to be proud of that. And so uh, loose skin, I, I don't have that much. 
I don't think, uh, but I was approved to have that removed. And so I'm excited about that. that I think that'll help me a little bit. Um, sleeping habits and positions. Yeah, I just discussed that. So yeah, just everything's changed. You know, everything's just so different. And um, some of the things are still the same, just just replaced with something else now, like, uh, like right. body image issues and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I'm, I'm feeling positive about it. I'm, I'm, I'll get through it. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Um, a lot of, those are a lot, a lot of great questions. And you don't have to answer no. those if you want to keep moving on. And Yeah, I would say something very similar to you, right? Like, um, I am not used to... It doesn't surprise me, but I do get put on the spot a bit when people do come up to me and, and sort of sing your praises and stuff. And um, I am oftentimes seen as an extrovert, but I'm also very introverted as well. Uh, and so I don't always like the attention on me. And especially for something like this, I always sort of clam up and, you know, my, 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 I guess my canned answer, my, my default answer is like, you know, you know, I had to do it. Right. I had to do it for yeah. my family type thing, which yeah. is true, but it's sort of like, I don't know, I guess it's sort of part of my way of, of trying to take the attention off of me. Yeah. And back on to sort of maybe my motivation or my kids or whatever, right? So, right. Um, but yeah, I, not, I'm not really surprised at anything specifically. Um, in terms of my body image, yeah, things are just replaced, right? Like I find that I am yeah. a stickler. If I would say when I was 390 or 380 or 300 that I was going to look, like I'll have the body that I have now, I'd be like, sign me up. I'm there right, right away. And then now I'm just like, okay, well, I'm not happy with this. I need to train more to do this, 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 this. Not saying I'm not happy with where I am, but, you know, it, it, again, it's been replaced with something else that, that you're always going to sort of nitpick, right? So I think we're, um, we're our own, we're, we're our own, we're our biggest critic, you know, and, and we will always find something to improve yeah. on, you know, when it comes to our, our bodies or our lifestyles or something, you know. We'll, For sure. Yeah. Uh, get fit with the yeah all those bones hurt especially butt bone that you know what you're right that is a surprise yeah. sitting hurts like i have, yeah i have i Thank guess you. maybe i have no butt i guess but it it doesn't feel good for a long if sitting for a long time it's just like what the heck is going on here so yeah that uh that does that is a good one that that does uh, i i have to do the i have to do the side sit right, where like i sit thing? on my hip and then i cross yeah. my leg Yep. Like all I'm, man, like I'm you know, 80 years old um, yep. at, at the golf club or at the golf course yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't know what that look is, but, you know, I'm on a yacht or something. I don't know. Showing but, extra socks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Showing yeah. off my, yeah, my <laughs> tube socks. <laughs> um, that's it. Yeah. I'm glad it's not just me. I thought that was just a, no, man, uh, that's a I feel like I have a tail or something. It's really bizarre. <laughs> um. When was your first kiss? This is this is a series oh. of questions uh, going on here. When was your first kiss? I think I was 12, first girlfriend. Nothing, nothing to talk about. What about you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> big. Kindergarten with Brittany. Hey, Brittany. Oh! What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't a good kid. Uh, have you ever gone skinny dipping? Yeah. Yeah, we could leave it at that. I haven't gone skinny dipping. I've gone skinny hot tubbing. So I guess I lost your, your I lost your audio. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Are you back. I lost your audio. Uh, yeah, I lost your audio for a second on on Instagram. Okay. You can hear me now. I can hear you. Yep. Oh, All right. Sorry. Technical difficulties. We might be losing Instagram for some reason. There's a, a thinking wheel uh, over your face. I don't know what's going on, but we can just keep it going. Are we frozen on here? Can you hear me? Murphy, Murphy. Wanna, oh there you go all right i don't i don't know if that was me sorry about that uh, i am back all right 
Uh, I've gone skinny hot tubbing, not skinny dipping. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, the most embarrassing thing you've ever done, skinny hot tubbing, uh, is up. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> um, for me, it, it's not a thing that I, I've done. Uh, it was, I guess it's, and this is professional as well. Uh, for my job, I do, um, I do medical device sales and part of my job is to educate and train nurses and doctors. And, uh, I had to go on long-term disability, but the thing, because of my back, I was just in so much pain. I was taking so many different, uh, pain meds, nothing was working. And, um, the event that caused me to actually go on long-term disability was I was educating about 40 nurses and as I was talking, my knees were shaking. I was sweating. My voice was trembling because I was in so much pain that uh, my customer had to tell me to sit down and he'd finish off. And that was one, the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me professionally. But it was also the awakening that I needed to be like, you need to you need to change something, right? Like this is you can't do this professionally. So yeah. that's uh, for me embarrassing. That was the thing. So I've got, I don't embarrass these. I don't embarrass these. Me neither, all. right? I, I it, it takes a lot to embarrass me. So I've got two stories in, in my lifetime that uh, brought me complete embarrassment. Um, I'll tell you the shorter one just for time's sake. Uh, I was at a bowling alley in Indianapolis and I was about to beat my youth pastor. And I was a kid. I was probably, I think I was 13 or 14. And so I needed a strike. I'm going big. Uh, needed a strike to beat him. I grabbed the ball as tight as I could, and I went to throw oh, it yeah. with all the muscle that I had, but I didn't release. <laughs> I was I was flexed, right? And so I'm grabbing this ball, and I throw it, and I just went right down the alley with the ball. Oh, damn. And, and this whole bowling alley, it was the largest bowling alley I'd ever been to. It was huge. And everybody, you could just hear crickets. I mean, it was just everybody stopped. And, and there's me, pudgy little 13 year old out in the middle of this bowling alley. And, and so he came out and covered me up with a, a shirt and like helped me walk back and I'm slipping and sliding all over the place. Right. And uh, it was very embarrassing. Uh, the other embarrassing story involves that, uh, that goat meat that I had, but we'll, we'll save that for another <laughs> Goat meat. All right. Um, question. How long before you can get skin removal surgery? And did you lose friends when you lost weight? Um, so I know where we are. Um, can you pop that question up on uh, YouTube? Yeah, sorry about that. Um, so one of the questions, or sorry, for us in Ontario, um, they the main thing is they want you to hit your goal weight they want you to maintain it for a significant amount of time so usually it's about six months to a year every clinic's going to be a bit different um and by the time you get that goal weight it could be a year in it could be two years in. i know people wait um depending on what their situation was uh i started looking into everything i think about nine months in um because i knew i wanted to get the skin removed i felt like i got lean enough and I was able to maintain it for quite a while before I had the actual surgery. So, yeah, um, you know, it, there is a variation depending on where you are and, and how long you wait with your clinic as well. Uh, but the main thing that seems to be consistent is maintaining that weight for a yeah. longer period of time. Yeah. And did I lose friends when I lost weight? No, you know, like I my group of friends. Uh, which I absolutely love. Like we're we're the same group from high school. We have a huge group of friends, and we've all maintained um, our friendship since high school. I know before I had the surgery, I did have a bit of a guys' night to to sort of let them know that I was having the surgery, and sort of, you know, in my head, I was just like, I, I sort of need to justify it, and I don't want to get judged. But you know, their reactions were all, dude. I know you wouldn't do something unless you thought it was in your best interest for you and your family. I support you 100%. And no, no one's wavered since then. Or at least no one's wavered and let me know. So, uh, no, yeah. did not lose any friends uh, in regards to the weight loss. Yeah. So my surgeon 
um, said that I should wait 18 months post-op um, or until I, I don't know what exactly the, um, the correct, you know, amount of weight is you need to lose. He never really set a goal for me. Um, a lot of this journey I've just been doing on my own. The, the bariatrics office that I went through, not the greatest. And um, my doctor was fantastic. My surgeon was fantastic. A couple of the, the ladies that work there are, are really great. Um, but I just, I didn't feel supported from them. So anyways, um, just been winging it, you know, and just trying to lose as much as I can and just stay as consistent as I can. So at my most recent, I, I went back to the doctor after a year and he he said uh i'll go ahead and put in a referral for you normally we wait 18 months but you've already lost so much weight i think you're ready so let's just go ahead and do it so i'm in the process of looking into the the skin removal um and as far as friends go i i've gained more friends uh, i don't think i've lost any friends but i've just gained so many more friends and uh and i'm a nicer guy now and i think i'm easier yeah. to talk to and you know so the friend situation for me has not been one that uh that has really made an impact on me at all. And, and um, I, I can't think of anybody that I've had to, you know, set boundaries with or, you know, push out of my life or anything like that. I think everybody's been pretty supportive for the most part. Nice. Um, so we're sort of running down on time here. So we're going to pick um, three or four other ones to go through. There were a lot of other uh, questions like what you're doing tomorrow and uh, comments, what you should get a tattoo both of right. them have quite yeah. a few tattoos but we're gonna yeah. get a waiting table tattoo i think when you when you come to 100%. visit next month with a waiting table tat. yeah 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 the 100%. waiting table <laughs> yeah um so let's go with do you meditate okay um i don't meditate uh but i i i mean i guess it's a form of meditation i do pray and and read the bible i'm a christian um and so uh, I listen to a lot of worship music. I'm a worship um, drummer, uh, so I, I play at church, and uh, and so that's a big thing for me. And so there's a a meditation that goes into um, you know being in that that um, that mode of of worship, right. praise and worship for me, and and then of course praying, like I said. So so I don't, yeah. I guess you can count that as meditation, right? Yeah. Um, Meditation was actually one of the one of my staples for the first six to eight months of after post-op. Um, and the reason was I wanted to make sure I was acutely aware of why I was doing this. Right. And I and I think it's very easy for people to to jump in different directions and start getting uh, distracted by a lot of different things and start getting you know, get really hung up on, oh, I didn't lose X amount of pounds this week or this or this or this. I didn't lose any weight for six weeks. I had a stall for six weeks. And I know with a lot of people will freak out over one week or two weeks. And I think meditation really helped me stay centered and, and focused on the fact that this is a long-term thing. I'm looking to change behaviors and habits and I'm doing this for my family, right? Yeah. And so I, that was a huge thing for me really um, visualizing what I want. So, uh, you know, I know that there are a lot of people who do meditate in regards to bariatric surgery uh, and in the community that I've talked to as well. So, yeah, um, yeah whatever it takes for you to really stay focused, then definitely. Yeah. Two other questions. Um, and sorry for some of the questions we didn't get to. There are, were a ton. Um, this is one specifically I did want to touch upon. My friend lost a lot of weight after having surgery. I want surgery because it looks so easy. What do I need to know before going under? Um, what you need to know before going under is it is not easy. It's you know, not easy. If, if you've listened to some of the answers that we've had over the over the past hour, um, it's that it's a journey, it's a process, and you are constantly relearning thirty or forty or fifty, depending on how old you are, years of habits, right? Yeah. Relearning how to drink. Um, relearning how to eat, relearning how to view certain things, right? Your relationship with food. That's 30 years of my relationship with McDonald's that I need to change, right? Yeah. Um, there are so many different things. And I feel like, you know, early on physically, yeah, it sucks. And, you know, we'll get over that and we'll learn. Hey there. Uh, but 
the hardest the hardest part is is the mental part for me and the emotional part and i think that that's what gets overlooked and that is not easy that is super no. hard yeah it's definitely not the easy way out and um you know there were there were I think one of the reasons I didn't want to do bariatric surgery was because I thought I was I, I was being a quitter. Yeah, I thought I was yeah. taking the easy way out until I did some research and and, and talked to some people and found <clears throat> excuse me and then found out that it's it's not the easy way out. It's a tool that you can use when all the other tools fail. Yeah, but it's still going to be hard work. And it's yep. still gonna it's still gonna take time and energy and it's still gonna stress you out and it's still gonna you know make you want to uh binge eat or nighttime eat or snack i mean you still want to i mean it's not that it's caused more problems but it's it's when problems do arise it limits me it 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 it, it has forced self-control on me that that and self-control is not something that you can force, but with this tool, you, you can, and it's, yeah. it's just a more natural way to force self-control without, um, you know, literally, you know, having somebody standing over you, slapping your wrist every time you go to grab yeah. an extra cookie or something, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's just, it's just guidelines. It's just to help you because, um, you know, typically if you're overweight, like I was, you're eating a lot of your emotions. You're eating a lot of your feelings. And, and this allows it so that you don't, you can't, right. or you'll, you know, feel really sick and you'll, you know, yeah. you won't have good success and then it all it'd be for not, you know, it'll all be for not. And so yeah. um, it's definitely not the easy way out. This is the hardest. And I've done all the diets and yeah, this is, this is definitely yeah. the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, but mm -hmm. worth it. I would do it again. hundred percent. Uh, last question of the night, and this is a fun, open-ended one. Not going to judge, but why? And my answer, and this is perfect timing, uh, get fit with D. That's the reason why. So get fit with D said, thankful to have guys be so open about the mental aspect of this. I felt alone at first. Now I have many to share how we feel. Yeah. Murph and I were just talking about this Again. before, that we feel we, we're still a bit stressed and nervous before we start these podcasts. <laughs> Because okay. we, yeah, <laughs> because we want it to matter, right? We want to bring actual value yeah. to you guys, and yeah. we want it to be something that matters to you guys and provide value that we didn't have or we didn't feel like we had back then. So, um, the question why that's why for me, yeah. at least, yeah, exactly. Ah, <sighs> well, that was good. That was good. I enjoyed that, guys. That was a fun, that was a fun little, uh. How much time do we have left? Any anything? Two minutes. One Two and minutes. A half minutes. Anybody have one last quick question? Answer quick. We can maybe answer one quick question. Maybe not. Going once. Typing furiously. Yeah, I, I want to see like all these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't read that yeah. question. Too many typos. <laughs> we appreciate we appreciate all the questions, guys. Thank you 100%, so much, guys. Thank you so much. Um, we we love being able to to have these conversations and just be real with you. And uh, and D, like your comment, man, that just blesses me. Um, you know, that's that is why we 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 do this exactly. And yep. so I, I love I love being able to. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, man. So, guys, thank you so much again. Thanks for the questions. Thanks for tuning in again today. Um, and we're going to be doing this monthly, so that's going to be really fun to get it for next time. But that's all the time we got for tonight. Thanks so much for joining us on the Waiting Table podcast, where we're serving the weight loss community. One pound at a time. Yeah, we got it. Have a good night, guys. <laughs> Thanks. See you, guys.